You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Gunk Town Podcast, episode 105. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in to this podcast, thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Today's guest is the founder, owner, and host of the TNT Sports Podcast. I'm looking forward to this conversation. I'm sure we'll all be inspired by his story. Let's chop it up with Terrence Bennett. T. Diddy, how's it going, man? What's going on, man? Doug B. Can't call him, man. Everything good, Joey? Yes, sir. Everything great. Glad to hear that, man. First things first, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with me a few minutes. I really appreciate it. Man, no problem. Appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Of course, we're here to talk about TNT Sports Podcast and all the dope things you got going on with the pod. But before we talk about the pod, let's get to know the man behind the brand. So I know you're from Brundage, Alabama. What was your upbringing like in Brundage? Well, I mean, you know, Detroit, but and I went to school in Brundage, went to high school and graduated from Brundage. I mean, it's the country of life. You know, we grew up in the country, man, and um, we get picked on by being in the country a lot, man. But, uh, I mean, it was just a lot of, you know, playing with your cousins and um, family knit, real close family, um, just playing sports. Uh, I mean, it really it was real simple. You know, being from the country is real simple. Okay, yeah, no doubt, man. I'm a country boy myself, man. Like what you was just saying, just growing up, hanging out with your cousins, kicking it, um, Grandparents, parents, like just the whole family vibe, man. Ain't nothing like the country's simple living. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, sir. So you grew up in Troy, ended up finishing high school at Pike County, came up the road to the Alabama State University. What was that yeah. HBCU experience like for you? It was fun, man. Uh, great group of uh, people I met, Doug. Great group of guys, uh, you know, lifelong friends. Uh, just, you know, just to be able to say you went does is an honor, I think, you know, uh, any HBCU at that fact. Uh, it was fun, man. I wouldn't change it for the world. Man. I, I think everybody should at least experience that at least one or two years. That's just my opinion, but I'm, I had a great time. I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, no doubt, man. People who look like you and I definitely should go to HBCU, man. Just that history is so rich, and you get a chance to be around your people, man. It's just being on the yard, the parties, like HBCU experience, nothing like it. History, everything. Yep, no doubt, man. So you finish up, so you spent a few more years in the Gump, and then you ended up leaving the Gump. Did you go straight to NOLA, or where did you go after you left the Gump? I think I bounced around. I went to Huntsville with Trent for a while. Then um, I went to Shreveport, Louisiana with my cousin. Then I came to New Orleans. Okay, dope, man. Dope, dope. So, yeah, man, you know what? I'm going to tell you what's impressive about that trajectory, man. Most people leave Alabama or leave the gunk and go to Atlanta, man. You went the whole opposite direction. Like, that was pretty pretty cool, man. So what ultimately led you to going, ta- going down to Louisiana instead of the typical Atlanta route? That's a good observation because Atlanta was one of my choices. I love Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I love Atlanta, man, but. Everybody in Mama, you know that. Everybody in Mama live in Atlanta, so I want to do something different, man. And I love the city and the culture of New Orleans. It grew on me, you know what I'm saying? So even the people that from here, they leave and come right back. It's just the culture that holds you in. It's more than just the food. It's just the culture and the people and all that stuff. So it got me locked in, man. So uh, it's my home now. And, uh, I met my wife here and everything. So, I mean, everything cool about the city, man. Just the culture, just it sucks you in, man. And uh, no, no shot to Atlanta. I love Atlanta, man. But 
I just had to do something different, man, and I created my own lane. So when everybody say Terrence or T or T did it, they think about New Orleans. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, no, I definitely know shot to Atlanta, man. I'm definitely, I'm all for people going where they need to go to yeah, get where they need to go. No, nah, I know you weren't definitely taking those shots Atlanta. I just thought it was cool that, you know, you went a completely different route, went down to NOLA, and you still down there. Like you said, met your wife down there. So it all worked out, making that move to NOLA. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. That, uh, that culture, that food. Yeah, ain't nothing like <laughs> NOLA, man. <laughs> hey, man. That Nola ain't nothing like it, man. And shoot, just a few times I have been down there to visit, like people just cool and it's it's like any other city. Like it has its yeah. good parts, bad parts. So I'm not even yeah. talking about what goes on there from the negative standpoint, but just you down there with good food and just that vibe. So what is it like being from Alabama? We ain't got no pro teams here. What is it like being <laughs> in a major city with all the all the pro teams there, man? Uh, it's cool, man. Um, like I, I run into a lot of the players. Sometimes I made good relationship with some of the Saints players and some of the Pelican coaches and stuff like that. Even the OGM I got cool with from the Pelicans. So just different people you can run into, and they really go for any city. You know, like even in Atlanta, I don't run into people. And just uh, just the the pro team aspect of it, man. Come from the country, come from Troy, even Montgomery or whatever. They don't have pro teams, though. But you know. It, I mean, I'm appreciative of it, man. I, it gives you something to do. It adds something else for kids to do in the city as well. Something to look forward to, like OTAs and stuff. We can go to the um, watch them practice and interact with the players, and the kids can do that as well. And I think that's something that will be beneficial to uh, small towns as well because they don't have a lot to do and things that kids can that they can do. They can afford it a lot of times. So just being able to do those things, man, a lot more opportunity to you know really have fun and enjoy yourself, man. And, keep kids out of trouble man that's that's the part i like about it man yeah no doubt man he said a key part at the very end keeping kids out of trouble and just having a lot going on in that city like that's what it's all about so let's talk about tnt sports podcast man what exactly you got going on over there man what's the premise of the pod uh i started the podcast in 2017 um well no 2014 i started just doing it on facebook while i write interviews without on my TNT Sports Facebook page. So I actually started the podcast in 2017. So I think my first interview I did was, I did I can't think of his name, but I did an uh, Alabama player, which played for the Philadelphia Eagles. I did him, then my cousin that played pro soccer. I did him, Chris Richards. Shout out to him. Um, I did a couple people before that, but I started writing Tommy Agee from Auburn. I did them and wrote it down on Facebook and just posted it with the pictures and everything like that. Then I I've uh, been talked to a lot of people saying so he do like radio or podcasts. So I started in 2017. And ever since then, it's been history, really, man. It's just been something that's been fun and um, just keep me going, really. But just uh, put out my thoughts and to record it. I can go back and listen to it. It's just something that's always recorded. So when the way I look at it, when I do have kids one day, they always got something to listen to me on or my niece and nephew or just anybody, man, really. So it just it's fun to do. And I guess I can interact with a lot more people because you can say, hey, I got this going on. I got this. So leave my link. Check it out. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. So it's a lot of it's a lot of fun and a lot of benefits behind it. No doubt, man. That's dope. So it started in 2017 and been partying ever since. So that's and I've seen some of the people you've interviewed, man. You've been interviewing some big names. So just want to give your flowers at the gate, man. That's good stuff. What you've been doing over there for real. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. So whenever I have entrepreneurs, creators like yourself on the platform, I like to talk about three things, the aha moment, action, and audacity. Take us back to your aha moment when you first 
had the idea? Like, what sparked the idea to even start writing on Facebook about sports? Uh, I think for me, I just like to talk about it, and I like to, I like to, inter- I like to just interact with people and um, ask, ask a lot of questions. Just ask a lot of questions. So I was like, let me interview. Let me ask somebody. Nick Perry. Nick Perry is my I think my first interview. Um, just like I said, ask him questions and get his feedback on it. And I think the aha moment for me is when people hit you back. People that you interview hit you back and be like, man, the interview was dope, man. I had fun. And people that you never thought you would interview, like I did Parlay recently, the franchise boy. I never thought in a million years I'd be interviewing him. So I still have aha moments. Now, little Atlanta from Trillville, people like that, that I never, like I'm sitting here as a kid listening to on TV, and now I'm interviewing and I got their personal context. So it's crazy. So I still had those aha moments, even from then to now. Wow, man, that's powerful, man. And like, to your point, just getting that feedback, People enjoying the conversations. And yeah, I noticed that as well, man. Got a chance. You chopped it up with Parlay. And I want to say one time you didn't you take a picture and have a conversation with Cam Jordan on the podcast. Or well, I didn't interview Cam on the podcast because the NFL situation, but yeah, I got pictures with Cam. I know Cam. Yeah, I know him. Okay. I did interview Jabari, I interviewed Jabari Griff from the Saints. He wanted to see the boat the Saints. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, Jabari Griff. So yeah, man. So you still have those aha moments. So just in terms of you. Having that love for sports and starting to blog and starting to pod. So that action portion I typically ask about how long did it take you from aha moment to actually take action on coming up with a podcast. Sounds like it didn't take you very long to make that transition from blogging to podcasting. Nah, it ain't take that long. I'm the type of person if I I'm the type of person I like to get stuff done. So if I think it, I'm gonna do it. And I'm big on if I have a re, if I see something in my mind, I like to see it in front of me in reality. So if I can jump to it right then and then I'm going to do it. That's just something I like. It's just a good feeling. Like, you can think of something. Like, you say I'm going to be a million now, and then all of a sudden you're a million now. You saw it, but now you see it in reality. So you'll be like, dang, and you're going to keep wanting to keep doing stuff. So that's just me, though. I, I like that type of stuff. It feels great to do that. No doubt, man. Like, just being an action taker and just going after it. Like, not procrastinating, not overthinking, not overanalyzing. Because a lot yeah. of us do that. We have ideas and we sat on those ideas for five, six years. And by the time you finally do it and you just get started, you realize, man, I didn't really have nothing to fear from the jump. I was just in my own head. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it happens when it's supposed to happen, though. I mean, mm-hmm. it ain't, I mean, sometimes everybody can just jump into it like that. It happened at the right time, like when it's supposed to. Now, that's a fact because that's one thing I had to realize as well because I used to beat myself up about waiting five, six years to start the pod. But it worked out during the pandemic because of podcasts like The Pivot, I Am Athlete. And what stood out to me, them podcasts, you had people on there telling their stories. I was like, dang. I was like, I knew it. Like, that was the aha moment for me. I was like, that's what I'm going to do for the Gumtown podcast. I'm just going to talk to people, connected to the city, and yeah, let them tell their stories. So it all worked out, to your point. Yeah, you got, you got the voice for it. I always thought you had the voice for it, for real. Man, I appreciate it, man. Hey, I'm... I'm just following the blueprints you laid, man. Like I, I saw you rocking and rolling from a distance, man. And shoot, I um I saw those guests you were rolling in. I was you were staying you were consistent with it, man. And shoot, you started in 2017 before like everybody got a podcast now, and and that's not no hater stuff. But you started before it was a, a popular thing for real, for real. Like that's when you got started. So um yeah, so that yes sir. So that last portion, audacity. It takes courage and audacity to not only have an idea, act on it, but put it out to the world to be praised and or criticized. What is that courage, that audacity that you had? What does that come from? Oh, 
I think, man, I want to be my own boss one day. So I just want to, this could be a platform to get me done, man. And they provide a lot of opportunities. Like I'm having a back school drive coming up. So it's all in my name. So everything, I, I just put it out there. People realize, oh, Terry's doing this. So let me donate or let me send them something. Or let me donate backpacks. So just me creating a platform and a name that people actually want to, they want to be on. Like they hit me up name. we going to let me get on the podcast or whatever, man. Uh, it feel good to have that. So just really that, man. Just people. I built a platform that I never thought I could possibly do. And I, like I got shirts and everything. I ain't never thinking of many years like that. And I, I was always shy growing up too. And people really don't believe like Terrence, oh, shy Terrence doing a podcast type thing. So that really. Wow. Okay. Not much respect, man. Just want to be on boss, write your own checks. Like that's the real American dream in my opinion. Ain't nothing wrong with hitting the clock, but man, at some point in time, it does come a point where you just realize, like, I'm never going to get to where I'm trying to go, punching no clock. And <laughs> your supervisor, CEO, ain't never going to pay you enough to live in this neighborhood. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> no doubt, man. So, TNT Sports, you've done great things with the podcast. I know great things are coming down the pipeline for the podcast, which leads to my next portion, Vision. What are your short-term and long-term goals for the pod? Grow, continuously grow, man. Uh, I'm with this group in Dallas right now, BS3 Sports, BS3 Network, shout out to them. So I do stuff with them in Dallas. So hopefully, man, we're trying to grow. They got a Roku channel and everything. So uh, I'm doing that right now, man. Just create more dope content. Like I got the man cave set up. Um, I got to step like a little studio. My wife got me some studio lights and all that good stuff, man, mics and everything. So really just putting out more content and getting these views and subscribers on YouTube and instead of just trying to grow. That's really it, man. Just trying to keep building this platform that can be something beneficial and uh, create generational wealth, man. No doubt about it, man. And I have no doubt you'll make them goals come to fruition. Yes, sir. As we wrap up the podcast, I want to ask a million dollar question. I started this podcast to highlight the greatness connected to the gump, whether you were born here or lived here for a significant period of time, be it college, military, or work. You come into the gump to attend the Alabama State University. I want to ask you, Diddy, what do you appreciate the most about your time in the Gump? Um, I think that was my first time really being a, a, my own man, not being around my parents. So I just had my brother, and you know, what I'm saying I, it just it was just this. So we got to be on my I got to be on my own in the Gump. That's why I started to become a man. I feel like so I appreciate that part, man. Like I said, I met a lot of good people at Alabama State. You know who you are. Um, just the the relationships I built, man, and me becoming a man. Um, a lot of people can't say that. They can't leave home. and They they so tight with their family. They don't want to leave home and they're scared of fear or whatever. So I, I beat a fear and just came and did my thing. So even that transpired in New Orleans. So just me being able to create, be a man now, that played a part in that being one of my, being in Montgomery for Alabama State. Yes, sir. Much respect. So how can the people connect with you, Diddy? What are your social media handles? Uh, my Instagram, The Real Terrence Bennett. On my, on my sports Instagram, Podcast Instagram is T underscore ENT Sports. Facebook, Terrence Darian Bennett. Um, I really don't use my Twitter like that, but hey, it's T underscore ENT Sports. And uh, TikTok, the real Terrence Bennett. I don't be doing no dance or nothing like that, but I be on them. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and of course, I'll put all of that information in the description of the episode. Hey, Diddy, thanks again for the conversation, man. I really appreciate you. Ain't no problem. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Good people, that concludes another dope episode of the Gumtown Podcast. In the meantime, in between time, y'all know what to do. Be blessed, be safe, but most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Go on.
Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.